Hello everyone, welcome to the Triangles Meditation Group. Today is October 10th, 2022. So as we do each week, let's begin with a brief moment of silence to link up with the worldwide group, followed by the sounding of the noontime recollection. We know, O Lord of life and love, about the need. Touch our hearts anew with love, that we too may love and give. Thank you so much, all of you, for being here during these times in our planetary life as we're struggling to move into a new age and a new level of consciousness. And the work of the Triangles Network can be one of the instrumental activities that we can incorporate into our daily lives in order to help bring forward the theme of our work today, which is the plan. There is a plan in our planet. And so our purpose each week is to provide this platform whereby people who are new to this work, who are new to this idea of planetary service through connecting uh, using triangles. We're providing this platform so that those of you who are new uh, can form triangles and can find out more about this planetary service. So if you are new, welcome. And we really hope that you will come to appreciate and value this work of triangles as a part of your daily life. We also come together each week to provide a platform for those of us who are already members of Triangles to participate in a meditative visualization in the support and strengthening of this planetary network. It's kind of like a PowerPoint, a a weekly PowerPoint or a pressure point that is pushed and helps to just remind us all of the importance of this work. And so the work of triangles, for those who are new, is simply the establishing of a line of lighted, loving communication between three people. So you reach out to two other people, or they reach out to you, and you agree to link up with each other every day, visualizing the energies of golden light flowing between the two other people. And then you radiate that light, and you connect through using visualization. You connect with all the other people throughout the world who are also working in triangles. And you visualize the planet surrounded by this golden network of lighted, etheric energy. And it embraces the planet. And we believe that through this daily practice, we are contributing towards making the planet sacred. Because we understand that a sacred planet is a planet whose etheric body is surrounded by a network of triangles. Whereas our planet, as can be viewed from world events, is not yet a sacred planet. Our etheric network is unfortunately still composed of many squares. And so we're working through triangles to transform and bisect those squares, making a planetary network composed of triangles, which is a symbol of the soul. So through this daily work, which is 
finished by sounding the great invocation or world prayer that releases the energies through the planetary network, we're contributing towards this challenge of making our planet sacred. So thank you very much for being here. And this work can be fit into even the busiest of schedules because it takes only a few minutes. So we hope that you will find this work of value in your own life. So after our um, planetary meditation for triangles today, we have three guests. Uh, we're very happy <clears throat> to have this triangle of guests with us today. Dot Maver, who you all know very well from the webinars, um, who's uh, worked with many different groups throughout the world and is focalizing the um, Global Silent Minute each day at 5 p.m., which we hope that encourage you all to participate in that. And then we have Antonella Nobila, Nobilo? Nobilio. Nobilio, sorry. <laughs> She's here with us right today um, from Italy, who is an esoteric astrologer. And then we have Alexander Ilchuk from Ukraine, who is also here with us. And so we look forward and we're going to have a brief discussion on the plan. And the title that we've chosen is There is a Plan. So it's hopeful, despite the outer challenges. So as we do each week, let's work now with a brief visualization in the support of the Triangles Network. Let's begin by visualizing the planet as a sphere of lighted energy. And within that sphere, let's visualize a triangle, a golden triangle, composed of the three planetary centers, the planetary head center of Shambhala, planetary heart center, the spiritual hierarchy, and the planetary throat center of creative activity, humanity. Visualize the energies moving around the triangle. See the spheres growing and merging with each other, filling the triangle with light. And superimposed on that triangle, visualize a five-pointed indigo star, the star of the world teacher, bridging east and west, past and future, filling the triangle with light. And now at each point of that star, which is the sphere of his activity, visualize an outpost of his consciousness, the five planetary centers. And visualize the energies emanating out from the central point through these centers, these planetary centers 
London. Darjeeling. New York. Geneva. Tokyo. Visualize these outpouring energies, enlivening small groups, gathering everywhere, aiding them to focus and direct the energies into the consciousness of all humanity, solving its problems, creating right human relations, restoring peace on earth. We connect with the group and we close by sounding the invocation of light. Radiance we are and power. We stand forever with our hands stretched out, linking the heavens and the earth, the inner world of meaning and the subtle world of glamour. We reach into the light and bring it down to meet the need. We reach into the silent place and bring from thence the gift of understanding. Thus with the light we work and turn the darkness into day. Thank you. So our theme today, as I said, is there is a plan. As we know, this idea of the plan is one of the central ideas contained in the Great Invocation. And so quite often at, when we speak of the plan, people quite naturally ask, well, what is it? Um, it sounds like such an abstraction. In the Great Invocation, it's mentioned twice. In the final stanza, um, the final four stanzas, and then in the concluding line. So what does it say there? It says, from the center which we call the race of men, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. And then the final, let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. So we know that sealing the door where evil dwells is not really the responsibility of humanity, but it is the responsibility of humanity to invoke those who can seal that door. And how important is that in a world 
that's suffering as our world is and a humanity that's suffering. So those of us within the human kingdom who can invoke using the invocation, using the power of coming together at set times in the day, such as Global Silent Minute, 12 o'clock, 5 o'clock, sunset hour, sunrise hour. We can use these PowerPoints in the daily cycle, the monthly cycle of the new and full moon, the interludes of the spiritual year, the higher interlude, and now we're in the lower interlude. We can use these PowerPoints coming together as individuals and as groups, and through this means, the spiritual hierarchy can use our groups, use us as vehicles through which this plan can work out, through which the door where evil dwells can be sealed through the cooperative efforts of humanity and hierarchy. So the idea of a plan naturally presupposes that there are those who are the custodians of the plan, those who are formulating this plan. And they are, of course, the spiritual hierarchy. So it's difficult to believe in a plan if you don't have any belief that there is a higher level of consciousness than that attained by the human kingdom. So the plan presupposes a recognition that there is a kingdom of God. There is, There are those who are formulating this plan into what's known as blueprints. There are blueprints. There is a plan. There is a formula. And it's our, it's our challenge through our meditative work, through activities such as triangles, to come into contact with that plan, to tap into the ideas that are being channeled to humanity through those on the inner planes. And we're told that even standing and substanding the masters, there are those who are able to tap into the plans as they exist in what's called the divine architect of the universe, which is the Logos himself. And so we're working, we're trying to bring through an ability to tap into this higher, higher uh, realms, and our challenge is to do so in group formation. All right, so now let's work in our meditation. So we work together in our meditation. Let's focus ourselves as a group upon the mental plane. At the center of the even arm cross of discipleship, 
linking in thought as a soul, as a point of love and light with all people throughout the world who are working with this Triangles Meditation Group. And now we project a line of lighted energy towards the center Shambhala and sound the affirmation of the will. In the center of the will of God, I stand. Naught shall deflect my will from his. I implement that will by love. I turn towards the field of service. I, the triangle divine, work out that will within the square and serve my fellow men. Next slide, please. Visualization. Using the creative imagination, link with two other points of light to create a triangle of light. Visualize the triangle in which you are working as an essential part of the Radiant Worldwide Triangles Network. Hold the consciousness immersed within the light of the group's soul, the heart of love, which underlies and infuses the network. Lift the consciousness to the world teacher who stands at the heart of love at the center of the spiritual hierarchy and also at the center of each triangle.
hold the group mind open and receptive to this inpouring energy of love. precipitation. Visualize the energies of love, light, and goodwill circulating in and around the triangle's network from point to point, flowing out through the network into the hearts and minds of all humanity. Visualize these energies unifying and eliminating all divisions within humanity, healing and transforming human consciousness, establishing right human relationships. linking together as a group with the spiritual hierarchy, we sound together the mantra of unification. The sons of men are one, and I am one with them. I seek to love, not hate. I seek to serve and not exact due service. I seek to heal not hurt. Let pain bring due reward of light and love. Let the soul control the outer form and life and all events and bring to light the love that underlies the happenings of the time. Let vision come and insight. Let the future stand revealed let inner union demonstrate and outer cleavages be gone. Let love prevail. Let all people love. Visualize the whole planet a light with triangles. 
see new triangles being formed everywhere. We close our work with the great evocation, sounding it silently or aloud. And as we repeat each stanza, let's visualize the network acting as a link between the world of spiritual realities and humanity, as a channel through which light, love, and divine purpose may flow into human consciousness. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race. Let the plan of love and light work out and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Thank you, everyone. We apologize for the sound difficulties. But now we're going to open it up to our guests here today. And um, so is it, who would like to share first um, this idea? Mm -hmm. There is a plan. It's not a question mark. 
it's an exclamation point. And um, so this plan is, we're told, working out. That's one of the things that we have to hold in our consciousness. Despite the outer perturbations, despite the outer challenges, we are told that this plan is working out. And from the greater perspective of those who work on the inner planes, there is held within the consciousness at all times this assertion of fact that the plan is working out. They can see things from a much wider and broader and more inclusive perspective than we who have the activities that are occurring right before our eyes in the forefront of our consciousness. And so perhaps we can move into more of a resonance with the work of the hierarchy by stepping back from the foreground and keeping in our minds and hearts this idea that there is a plan. Would you like to share something, Dot? Yes. Okay. So as you're saying that, Kathy, what comes to mind as we've been preparing as a group here uh, together, which is really lovely, I have to say. Uh, you know, in the book Externalization of the Hierarchy, it's made very clear on, on this very last page. This is the message which you must give at this time, and with this responsibility I leave you. Work, my brothers. And as you say, Kathy, that the plan is working out, on those last pages, yeah. we are tasked with two clear directives. One, a material goal. Another, a spiritual goal. The material goal is basically because we love everybody, right? It's all about love. But that it's the defeat of totalitarianism. Mm -hmm. And what we are seeing is the call for freedom throughout this world in ways that just make my heart sing. These young women in Iran, the Ukraine-Russia conflict, which is humanity's conflict, and what is happening as we stand in unity for freedom here in the United States, that women have freedom. It's all about free conscious choice. So when we look at those things working out, we, we cannot argue that the plan is working out. May we be able to articulate that and hold to the, to the laws and principles as we see it working out. So this set the spiritual goal is establishing the kingdom of God. And when we look at that, you know, we're told to let people know that the reappearance is imminent. And we are told that it is very uh, critical that we say all the time, which I say all the time, right? Everything's about love. God is love. The hierarchy is about love. So loving more. And that indeed there is a plan, as you just described, Kathy. And that as purpose, beyond our little purpose, we align our spiritual will with the much greater purposeful will. As it is playing out through us, there's an attunement ever through the heart and that's where our true discernment lies. So I am 
starting out this conversation saying, yes, the plan is absolutely working out, and may we never doubt that. It's like someone having a pocket full of diamonds with a little hole in the corner, doubt, and walking along dropping diamonds along the way. May we never doubt. And may we find the, those words and those ways to both articulate and give expression in form to the fact that the plan is indeed working out. I would add this. Um, we are told that uh, the plan is substance and is energy and is the very substance and energy of the six initiation masters. So it, it, this indication really touched me when I read that. So when uh, um, the masters, the initiates, arrive at this stage of tension, of evolution, of the sixth initiation, which is the decision, they are the plan itself. So we have in our planet some consciousness that have reached this responsibility and uh, love to be the channels or the incarnation, the embodiment itself of the plan. So, and the energies of the plan, we know that are will, love, and light. And where do they take these three, this triad of energies? We know that, uh, of course, from the higher masters. And the higher masters are the planetary logos and the planetary logoi. So we have this wonderful... Uh, coincidence between the words plan and plane and we had the plane of ecliptic in our solar system that is right the externalization of the plan fought by the solar logos so on that plane we can read what these higher masters think and want from us which we are part we are part of the plan we are the the plan itself and we have to incarnate and express and work out the energies written on the plane of the ecliptic so we have just experienced the conjunction between jupiter and saturn in at the uh, 2020 last solstice so we are right and they, they are the greatest builders of the plan on the plane of the ecliptic because they are the second ray and third ray who are the free rays of aspect is the triad so vulcan or the sun with these two great maharajas jupiter and saturn they tell us what um what we need to externalize and in 2020 we had the first conjunction in aquarius which has not happened since the beginning of the 15th century. Mm. So we are right ready to build a new renaissance. So in spite of all the messy things that we are able to, uh, to do as uh, lower mm, bodies of humanity, but in reality, the plan asks us to assert the new renaissance and the main idea expressed by aquarius the case says clearly is brotherhood 
So we know that in the third decanate of the age of Aquarius, that is in uh, 1,400 uh, years, uh, brotherhood will be expressed into humanity. But just in the here and now, we are carving the paths for the brotherhood. So all the new group of war servers have to assert this. We are one. We are the sons of one, a father and mother. So, yeah, so glory to the plan and the mm. executors of the plan uh, who are in the hierarchy and we are part of the hierarchy in our higher self. So we have to work out brotherhood. Mm. Uh, so destroy totalitarianism. Yeah. And also the spiritual goal you haven't said, uh, you haven't mentioned. Kingdom of God. Yes, the kingdom of God manifested. And yet yeah, the kingdom of God manifested is brotherhood, yes. right? Human relationships. So, and, and last thing, uh, decay is clear uh, in saying that brotherhood is not uh, the right relationship between or among human beings, but is the real manifestation of the vertical relationship and unity between uh, planetary logos, solar logos, and we as humans, but as divine beings. Yeah. Mm. Well, thank you. Mm. Such potent answer. It feels like it's good to make a pause just to allow that to absorb. Mm. I want to pick up on uh, these two points that that uh, mentioned from the externalization of the hierarchy and uh, the spiritual goal of manifesting the kingdom of God, kingdom of heaven and earth. I've been reflecting recently on what is the meaning behind the definition, one of the definitions of the new group of all service as the forerunner in the new age. The same as John the Baptist was the forerunner for Christ 2000 years ago, now the whole world group is the forerunner. And uh, one of possible answers that uh, I can offer the, that what came to me is that for runner uh, for the new coming of the world teacher is to actually be the best of humanity or what is Roberto Sajoli called to be best citizens mm -hmm. like to be best of ourselves so in a way to become future humanity already now Humanity that's at some point will be uh, manifesting the principles of the kingdom of God here. The disciples have the potency to do that already now. And that's what Antonella said, is the principle of right relationship, principle of brotherhood, and holding this vertical alignment and on a horizontal alignment together 
and uh, that's the work that we uh, already now can and should be doing and the, in fact as in that quote is yeah we're tasked to do that mm -hmm. and uh, we know that hierarchy sees the disciples to, well, meaning us as the being on the periphery as being part of the hierarchy and so we learning to become uh, uh, and act as part of the hierarchy and uh, to this question of the plan how we perceive the plan I my impression is that it's not just invoking that the plan would manifest and yes the last stanza of the great invocation it's for me each line there is a formula mm. formula that has the solution formulas that is like a guidance and call for action so we can meditate on the plan and we can recognize the plan we can uh, recognize what are the spiritual laws and principles and we can meditate and share on how those can be reflected in our human laws in uh, in the new civilization that we build and uh, on a more practical um, aspect of the meditation on the plan we know that there is science of the cycles and decade tells us that the science of cycles is revealed only to initiates but as groups and the world group we can start relating to that and uh, for example through the cycle uh, of full moon meditations etc including the cycle of the new group of all service every seven years we can align with the potent opportunities for meditation and such opportunity comes next year in 2023 which will be the beginning of the new nine-year cycle and I invite us all to uh, study uh, deeply what Decay tells us in the Esoteric Psychology Volume 2 on pages 241-242 where he talks about the opportunity of the nine-year cycles and he says that the hierarchy comes every nine years to meditate on the plan and perceive what is the plan for the next nine years and he says that disciples can uh, in group formation can attune with that great meditation that's happening every nine years so this opportunity will be happening next year 2022 2023 yeah 2023 and so he doesn't give much details about when and how but we can assume that it's every through every full moon meditation when we work in the group formation we can meditate on the plan for the next nine years as he suggested was 1933 and 1942 in that uh, paragraph so please 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 uh, check and study deeply esoteric psychology volume 2 pages 241 242
Thank you. Thank you all. Yeah, this just wanted to share another thought about the the plan that the Tibetan makes clear from the perspective of hierarchy. Some people might think that the will of God, the love of God should be imposed, that they should take the reins of humanity and impose this plan on us. But it's very clear, as we've just said here today, that it it's not about imposition, you know. It's not about any imposition by higher authority, but no, neither is it imposition by humanity through totalitarianism, through actions that in, seek to enslave humanity. It's, it's more related, as we've said, to freedom. Um, but freedom also comes at, in, in relationship to law. And so as Sasha was just intimating, law is important here. And we're told in the Gita, as is quoted in the reappearance of the Christ, that whenever there's a withering of law of the law and an uprising of lawlessness on all sides, then I manifest myself. And so we're seeing that. And so we are approaching a time, I think, when humanity collectively, when it's those that we entrust with uh, developing some new spiritually based laws that will have to be applied across the board to all countries of the world for the protection of the children, mm. for the protection of the planet, mm. for the protection of governments and peoples and resources. We're approaching a time, hopefully, when that group can arise and help to take the reins of the planet out from the forces of materialism and into the hands of the forces of light. So mm. it's really an opportunity for us to collectively come together and work to formulate those ideas and precipitate those ideas of the plan which can then be grasped by those who have are in the positions we're not in those positions of authority and power in the world but those who are can hopefully be touched by the energies that we help to precipitate so we we're contributing, we have our part to play. Mm -hmm. Each group and each individual has their part to play. So um, maybe we should now open up. Do you have something you want to say? I just, I'd just like to comment on, respond to that, Kathy. It's Dot. And I would just like to say that I think we are seeing that now uh, manifesting on the planet, what you are talking about. The laws and principles coming in and we are recognizing and probably recognizing literally and realizing our shared responsibility for example and I've mentioned this before uh, through eco-governance codes.earth if you want to check it out we're realizing that there are basic human and animal and planetary needs we'll call them core needs that if we all agreed to meet those core needs clean water uh, regenerative living soil, right? Breathable, clean, healthy air. And we could, we could go on. There are seven basic things. It would turn things on its ear. And we are realizing that. And we're seeing Paul Hawkins and the regenerative, regenerative project, regenerative initiative. Uh, we are aware of a world water law that many communities are starting to put into effect around the world. And I could go on. As we recognize those things ourselves and name them, we help bring to bear a social will 
based on the manifestation of the plan that then impacts policy because the but it, it requires a shift in worldview is the key though we can no longer live in this worldview of separateness as though we are all apart from one another and there are siloed things that is just simply not the truth and mother nature provides probably the best example in manifestation for us but those things are happening is is my point and that gives me great hope that the plan is actually manifest i think it's our role in all of this to recognize as well as we've all been saying what it is that we are called to on the vertical and then in this manifest world name what we are seeing that is actually landing that into manifestation and then we will have that shift in governance that is spoken of so clearly in the teaching that is not going to be about dualism and two-party systems and all of that but the recognition that at the heart of every method of governance on the planet right now there is essentially the first, second, or third ray struggling to play out, and humanity's been pretty terrible at it so far. Yeah. <laughs> so far. But, you know, uh, Nick asked a question about redemption, and, and think of that word. It means that something was initially deemed, just like in the great invocation, restore the plan on earth. That means it's a given there's a plan to be to be restored mm -hmm. so given all of that it, I think the path of purification for all of us so that we offer ourselves as best we can as clear vessels of all of that and then to really be able to articulate and be an expression but this group work is exciting me on the planet right now okay so now if anybody in the audience we have a few, few minutes left would like to either raise their hand and share, or um, we could read a couple of the quotes from the chat box uh, in the meantime. <clears throat> no hands there was one comment there about how wonderful that to hear all of us from the same space, and I, uh, yeah. I confirmed that, that yeah, it's the magic of being together in the same physical location uh, is very special and so yeah mm -hmm. as much as uh, we all appreciate and became savvy in the uh, zoom world <laughs> whenever we have a chance to come together we should definitely do that yeah um, Nick writes maybe we could consider that current upheaval is happening because the plan is working out yes true. yeah <clears throat> true sometimes when I look at think about the plan I think about what I've read about the plan that each of us has for our lifetimes. I've t been reading an interesting book, The Testimony of Light, and in that book and other books of people who have been able to reach onto the other side, they say that before we incarnate, there's a, a plan that is cooperati cooperatively between our soul and those souls that are our greater souls. But it's a fluid plan for our lives. So mm -hmm. each of us, as we incarnate, we go through our lives and we make certain choices. We're working now with the energies of Libra, which is about choice. And so too with the plan for our planet. It's not set in stone. 
We've made many wrong decisions as a planetary group of humanity, but we've also made right decisions. We've had victories. We had a great victory during the Second World War. But since that time, there was a great opening, and perhaps we didn't fully uh, grasp the implications of what had occurred, nor the opportunities that were held out to us. And we went back on some of those victories, and the challenges that we're facing now are as a result of that. But it doesn't mean that we can't rectify that situation, and that's the opportunity standing before us today. So the plan isn't set in stone, and we can always uh, rectify. So let's just see some more of these comments. There was one um, that I wanted to read here from Ginny. The law of sacrifice, making sacred, is the essence of the plan. The women, um, the women of Iran, the people of Ukraine, and groups all over the world are demonstrating through their actions for freedom and brotherhood, and are very real. The very real manifestation of the divine will. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <clears throat> I can type that in. Okay. Um, Gary writes, I also see the plan working out via the 17 UN Sustainable Goals, UN Declaration of Human Rights, UN Children, Human Rights, etc. Yes, of course, many of the uh, original ideas of the United Nations are the core principles, the core laws that will eventually govern the planet, of course. Mm. And as you say that, Gary, it, uh, the, what strikes me all the time is that this worldview shift, I, I often speak of the SDGs as a blueprint, because there is no one thing, you know, or there's no one thing that is separate from another. And I think that attitude is part of us assisting with the manifestation of the plan. And uh, thinking about the the, the plan is the uh, substance, the fluid substance. In a way, uh, it's manifested, can be manifested through the ongoing meditation. So it's ongoing listening mm. yeah. of the inflow. And by being here as disciples working in the physical plane, we have responsibility and opportunity and responsibility seeing the reality and how uh, what's and how is changing and adapt the plan and so be on that cross point of the vertical and horizontal alignment so listening and hearing and recognizing the physical uh, reality and bringing those together thank you uh, Maya hi did you have a comment um, yes. Can you hear me okay? Yes. Okay. Um, I was thinking about the subject of purification because it became a very real topic for me on a very small individual level. When I moved to New York um, to work at the trust and started to experience 
polluted air on a daily basis working in the office because of secondhand smoke and having to try to deal with the the um, management of the building to figure out where it was coming from and could they stop it. Um, I was also dealing with it in the co-op that I lived in, I live in uh, with my downstairs neighbor being a smoker. And, and it started, you know, the idea of the plan and right human relationship and things like smoking laws, never having been in a smoking family or around smokers, it suddenly became a daily sort of feeling of survival to breathe clean air. And what was I willing to do for myself and the other people being impacted by it? So it became sort of a very individual, very personal, but also very real issue of how am I going to manifest right relationship and the plan in this situation and also help purify the planet and help myself breathe better. So that's been an ongoing um, challenge. But um, it, you know, being a meditator and an esotericist for decades, this was uh, an interesting dilemma to really deal with in a very personal and crucial way. And I thought about that in terms of all these ways that we need to purify the planet and what are we willing to do boots on the ground on a daily personal level. Mm, thank you. Well, we're just coming up to the hour. And so maybe we'll just take a moment to thank everyone, to thank our presenters here today and to thank all of you and we'll share your comments and hopefully um, we'll all benefit from what you've shared as well. So as we move through this uh, Libra full moon period of decision and choice, let's hope that on a fundamental level that humanity is invoking the higher forces of the spiritual hierarchy and helping thereby to bring through the light and love that can then penetrate into the consciousness of those who are making decisions on our behalf so that they can work with um, lighted energies to help move our planet forward into the light. So let's just close by visualizing the planet surrounded by a network of triangles radiating the energies of light, love, and power. And we'll sound one ohm. Thank you, everyone.